Hi everyone, I'm Anya Parampil and this is Redlines. My guest today is Bashar Barazi. He's a Syrian journalist, a correspondent for Hispan TV in Damascus, and a friend of the Gray Zone. Welcome back to Redlines, Bashar. Hi Anya, how are you? Great, I'm happy to be speaking with you. Thank you. I wanted to start, if you could begin, by giving us a picture of the economic situation in Syria today. The so-called Caesar sanctions targeting Syria went into effect in June. What has been the impact on the average Syrian? Well, as you know, the sanctions against Syria is not something new. Syria, since 1979, is a scenario of uh, a series of sanctions imposed by the United States because of its policy. But uh, with the beginning of the crisis, the United States, with Europe and other countries, imposed uh, Syria, uh, uh, big sanctions against Syria uh, under different titles as the uh, law of responsibility of Syria. But the last one uh, was Caesar law, which has started in June of this year. Uh, as you know, we cannot uh, we cannot uh, negate or uh, we cannot uh, ignore that this law has affected uh, Syria has affected Syria seriously, especially with uh, uh, the pandemic of coronavirus. As you know, the pandemic started in all over the world, and that law has uh, caused a serious uh, problem with the Syrian government to get or to have access to medical necessity of the Syrian citizens, and uh, this uh, this is because we can see that in Syria the mortality numbers is higher than another uh, countries in uh, neighbor countries in the region uh, because the difficulties that the government is uh, facing to uh, get access to the to the necessity of the medical necessity for the Syrian citizens also we can find that this uh, uh, law was an obstacle to the reconstruction process in Syria because as you know the American administration threat uh, threat all uh, companies and all inversions that they are uh, or have showed interest to uh, turn back to the Syrian market. Uh, because of that, we can uh, see that that has uh, delayed uh, big time the reconstruction process in Syria. Uh, and there's some lack of, of uh, necessities of the basic necessity of the Syrian citizens uh, in the market. But Finally, we can say, as you will know, say that the, the sanctions, the target of the sanctions are uh, the citizen, the same citizen, not the government. And this is not in Syria, in all over the world, the sanctions, the sanctions are always a weapon against the people, not the government. Uh, the sanctions cannot change government as uh, the United States uh, proclaimed that they want to change the Syrian regime. But uh, as you know, the Syrian people were the victim of this sanction, not the government. And how has the government responded to these measures? Well, as you know, the Syrian government has a big experience for more than 40 years in facing sanctions, different kinds of sanctions. Uh, therefore, uh, we can say, uh, we can see that the Syrian government uh, made an alliance uh, with the, their uh, uh, countries like Russia, Iran, China, sometimes India. Uh, they have a good relationship with all these countries and they can uh, get and uh, have the necessities of the Syrian people uh, and Syrian citizens to in different kind in different uh, shields fields sorry uh, therefore we can see that the Syrian government has the capacities to overcome 
the impact of these sanctions and uh, it has a relations with uh, so many countries so they didn't depend to the United States but the most important thing that we have to remember is what the President Al-Assad, Bashar Al-Assad said in the last speech with this new government uh, that was formed a month ago Al-Assad stressed uh, in the importance to uh, develop or to, uh, to, uh, to work and to have the priority of the agricultural uh, sector to get the self-independence and not to uh, uh, depend to another country, especially in, the, in this sector that uh, helps to satisfy the necessities of the basis necessity of the Syrian uh, citizens and the Syrian people. Syria are working in the uh, industrial alimentary uh, production and in the agricultural sector to uh, get or to guarantee the necessities, the basic necessities of the Syrian uh, citizen. Uh, in Syria, we have a lot of crops, a lot of uh, good agricultural production that will help Syria as it helped Syria before to overcome the impact of the sanctions. You recently filed a report stating that the new phase of U.S. occupation in Syria has begun, particularly in northeastern Syria. What are the latest developments? Yes, uh, we can uh, we can see that the United States has started really a big or a new phase in its occupation of the northeast of Syria after its withdrawal or uh, its gradual withdrawal in, from Iraq. Uh, a large uh, convoy of uh, uh, military uh, of military installation of the United States crossed the uh, the border with Iraq towards Hasaka, Deir Ezzor, and toward the uh, oil. Uh, fields in Syria where the United States uh, has a big base uh, and we have seen a large number of uh, American soldiers uh, getting or reaching or arriving to this uh, base. We, if, uh, you can say that the objective of this, uh, uh, the the myth of, of this uh, mobilization of the United States is create a new base in, this, in Syria, uh, the formation of uh, the so-called democratic uh, force of Syria, which uh, are considered from uh, Kurdish uh, troops, and to uh, get a new Saudi soldier to this, uh, to this region, uh, rich, uh, which is rich in, this, uh, in its uh, oil reserves, to bring new soldiers of, of Saudi Arabia and other countries for a possible uh, withdrawal uh, of the United uh, States uh, soldiers in, from the northeast of Syria, we can see that a new phase has started here uh, with the new uh, steps of the American administration before the uh, presidential election in the United States. Uh, and this, uh, this new step of this new phase uh, in the United States uh, presence of Syria uh, in Syria is because of the withdrawal uh, of uh, some bases in Iraq and because also of the uh, next uh, presidential elections in the United States, the administration of uh, Trump uh, look, are looking for a new uh, experience in Syria with this, uh, with this phase, uh, with, the, uh, with sending a new troops new American troops, new military troops to this, uh, to this region, which is rich in, this, uh, petrol, in petrol, in oil, and in gas. Well, you may have just answered my next question, which is why is this region of Syria so important? Is it as simple as the natural resources are there and the United States would like to have its hands on it? 
Yes, uh, apparently this is one of the most important reasons, but we can also uh, refer to the strategic position of this uh, zone, which is in the triangle uh, between Syria, Iraq and Turkey. The northeast of Syria is the uh, most important strategic, uh, it has a very important strategic position in this area uh, because it's a connection between Iraq, Turkey and also between Syria, Iraq, Iran. And this is very important to refer because it uh, it, refer, oh, it has a big significant uh, strategically uh, depending to the uh, important relation between Syria Iran. This is line which started in Iran, passing from Iraq, Syria, and Lebanon. Uh, it should pass from the uh, northeast of Syria, uh, and this is important region also has uh, important reserve of corps, strategic corps like wheat. Uh, like uh, cotton and other necessities of the Syrian citizens, especially in this uh, era where uh, sanctions are imposed against Syrian uh, citizens and there's uh, difficulties to get access to many products. And uh, this uh, this region is very important uh, because of its uh, position and its course and uh, the, the oil reserve, the natural resource in this part. What has Turkey's role been in northeastern Syria and how are average Syrians responding to Turkish escalations and U.S. escalations, I should say? Well, as uh, all as we all know, Turkey has a negative, a very negative role in Syria. Not uh, in this time uh, since the beginning of the crisis, uh, Turkey became that bridge. Uh, which brought a uh, terrorist group, which brought armed to kill Syrian people, and which occupying are occupying a part of the Syrian uh, territory in the northwest and in the northeast. In the northwest, you all know that Turkey, uh, uh, according to its groups, terrorist groups, and the uh, moderate groups that uh, support, uh, has a presence in the northeast of Syria, in northwest, sorry, of Syria. There's uh, more than 40. Uh, points in the northeastern Syria in uh, Idlib province and also in the northeast of Syria Turkey has started last summer uh, an operation to create a safe zone in uh, this part of Syria but this is not the objective the main purpose of this uh, operation is uh, getting uh, the Kurdish and the originary inhabitants of this uh, region out of the safe zone which is about three, uh, 35 kilometers uh, in the Syrian and Turkish borders. So, Turkey is trying to uh, make a demographic change in this uh, zone by uh, bringing or habit inhabiting a groups uh, loyal to Ankara and other uh, groups, terrorist group, which uh, has supported during the crisis and to get out the, uh, to force the original inhabitant of this zone to get out of this part of Syria. Uh, they, for that purpose, they cut drinking water, they cut electricity, they have uh, uh, consecutive attacks uh, by the uh, Turkish uh, army and this terrorist group to force the citizens, the Syrian citizens, to get out of this uh, part of Syria and to make a demographic uh, demographic change in this uh, in this region in a violation of international law and with the Charter of the United Nations.
Russia. Sorry, sorry, I forgot to mention about the reaction of in the of the Syrian citizen in this part. There's a lot of manifestation. There's a lot of protests that started in this zone against the Turkish presence and the United States occupation to the northeast of Syria. We have started the last two months to see the beginning of popular resistance in Syria. Citizen from the northeast of Syria and from the region. from Hasaka, from Raqqa, different three provinces in Syria that have suffered from the presence of the United States and Turkey has started in a systematic operation against their presence uh, with the attacks against the, uh, the Kurdish force, the uh, so-called democratic force of, uh, of Syria, and with uh, some attacks against uh, United States convoys and Turkish convoys that entered uh, illegit illegitimately to the Syrian territory. Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov recently visited Syria, meeting with his counterpart and with Syrian President Bashar al-Assad. What was the purpose of this trip and why is it happening now? Well, we cannot exaggerate. We are not exaggerating by saying that it is the most important uh, visit of uh, a delegation to Syria since more than three or four years. The Russian delegations with uh, Sergei Lavrov, with uh, Borisov, the vice uh, prime minister of Russia become, uh, arrived to Syria in uh, a big with a big delegation in different aspects, economic, uh, politic, and also uh, military. Uh, aspects the, to, uh, uh, to talk about the cooperation of the Syrian government. They met with President al-Assad, they met with uh, uh, Al-Mu'allim, the Minister of Foreign Affairs, and there was more than 40 projects in the reconstruction of Syria in different aspects, energy, agricultural, industrial, and uh, many other uh, fields in Syria. We can say that we can consider that this visit is to overcome the impact of the sanction imposed by Syria and to help uh, the Syrian people in uh, getting or uh, in overcoming the sanctions. Uh, the, uh, the Russians uh, promised to, uh, to give a very uh, different kind of project in Syria uh, to help the Syrian people in the economic aspect, in the uh, reconstruction. Uh, in the reconstruction area, and uh, I think that there was a military aspect of the cooperation in this visit, but it was not declared by the uh, media. Uh, we can say that in the next few days we can uh, look, we can find the result of the the military results of the visit by the uh, beginning of an operation in the northwest of Syria in Idlib against the terrorist armed group and the group the terrorist group uh, supported by Turkey, Syria. The Syrian, uh, the Syrian forces are preparing to the, uh, for the Battle of Idlib to recover part of the south of Idlib after the violation of Turkey and uh, the groups supported by, by Turkey to all their uh, compromise, to all their uh, agreements. Uh, so in the next few days, we can see a new operation, military operation in Idlib, northwest of Syria, uh, to uh, liberate this part of the Syrian territory. How has the relationship between Syria and Russia changed as a result of this war? 
Yes, uh, we can. First of all, the relation between Syria and Russia is not uh, are not new. Uh, they come back to the Soviet Union, and after the Soviet Union, they can talk, talk about a strategic relation between two countries. Uh, Russia and Syria has uh, cooperation in many uh, aspects and many uh, fields, and the this visit is an expression. Uh, of this cooperation between uh, Syria and Russia. But with the beginning of the crisis, uh, we can show how Russia helped Syria uh, first in the political aspect in the uh, Security Council at, uh, by the vetoes to, of Russia and China. And then uh, with helping Syria in the operation against a terrorist group uh, in all Syrian territory, Russia has a big role in Syria to help Syria to recover. Uh, the normality in, in the in the country and to get uh, out the terrorist group and at the same time I think that uh, the Russian uh, role in Syria helped Russia to recover its position as a power in this uh, world uh, by Syria by the gate of Syria Russia has recovered its role as a international power as a, a strong power in the security council and in the military aspect with the the, the biggest or the or the uh, important achieved in the military aspect in Syria with the uh, war against terrorist group i think that this benefits for us for two, for uh, both country Syria and Russia are uh, uh, good. Uh, there's a good alliance between the, this country, and they are achieving, and they are getting more and more uh, in the strategic relation between uh, Syria and Russia. Finally, Bashar, I wanted to end by asking a broader question about the region. As you know, several Gulf states, including Bahrain and the United Arab Emirates, recently signed normalization agreements with Israel. How are Syrian people responding to this news and how much do you believe the war on your country had to do with Israel and how Syria relates to the region? Well, I think that uh, the Syrian uh, people and all Arab people refuse this uh, agreement with Israel because they consider that Israel as an occupation, as a country that occupied uh, parts of the Syrian and the Arab territory in Palestine, the Syrian Golan, and other countries, uh, other parts of the countries as Jordan. So uh, the Syrian people with all Arab uh, countries, uh, people also refuse this agreement, this uh, normalization agreement, and they consider that the, some Arab countries like Bahrain, uh, uh, Emirates, Emirates are giving, uh, are doing a favor to Trump uh, before uh, the presidential election, and this kind of uh, a service that they are doing to help the agenda of Trump in the election, and uh, this will not bring peace to this country because this is not the way. To, to do it, uh, I think that there's so many other uh, ways and other gates to reach uh, peace or to achieve the peace in this region, not by this kind of uh, agreement that are imposed uh, for the, the uh, Trump administration before the elections. It's uh, uh, agreement from one part, not to two parts. Uh, the United States imposed the condition of all this uh, agreement normal, normalization, and it's just uh, helping Israel uh, to have more power in this region. Not, uh, it's not an equitative uh, agreement. There's no mutual benefits for uh, both uh, countries, just, just like uh, Bahrain and uh, Israel. So the 
not just Syrian people, but all Arab people refused this uh, agreement and considered that it's a part of the United States agenda before the presidential election uh, of Trump. And how Israel relates to the war on Syria? Well, uh, Syria is, uh, I think that we are in a war with Israel because Israel uh, doesn't stop to attack uh, doesn't stop to attack Syria since uh, 2012 till this moment Israel is attacking uh, Syria uh, and attacking a position of the Syrian uh, army so uh, the peace uh, in this region uh, is not uh, very proximate I think that we are we are there's a possibility to uh, have a war to start a war in this uh, in this region the uh, agreement the normalization agreement uh, has nothing to uh, to be with Syria Syria, and I think that uh, Israel has to change uh, their policies and has to stop attacking Syria just to reach the peace in this region. Bashar Barazi, thank you so much for your time. It was great talking with you. Thank you so much.